Another Wednesday and what's this I see? The Drunk Tank Podcast on iTunes for free. Gus and Bernie, Jeff and Gaff, oh the fun times they'll have. World of Warcraft, Halo 3, and Gav's illiteracy. They're fucking unpredictable and not in their right minds. They'll waste away the time of your life. Waste away the time of your life. <laughs> was that actually Green Day? <laughs> yeah, we had a Green Day do a guest. Uh, I couldn't tell. Theme song. That was great. Just uh, like that was re- funny. That was clever. It was a uh, Green Day is interpreted by someone whose name I I forgot. Nice. Well written, Billy Joe. I, I love how the all the uh, the theme songs are really old because they all mentioned Gav. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I was gonna say the fucking same thing. <laughs> that was uh, who was that? Bad Bird 2012. Nice, nice. Is that prophetic? Is like 2012 going to be a, a, a <laughs> it's, the it's year a, of bad birds? It's the end or? of the it's the end of the world. It's the end of the universe. So birds are just going to let it all hang out. Birds are like fuck it. They're like, <laughs> we, we put up with your shit for way too long. 2012 is our year. It's our time. When did Gad leave? October? Something like that? So yeah, he left us October no. 14th. Was it October? Yeah, or oh. September 14th. I thought, I thought it was September. Anyway, he left a long time ago. Yeah, it, it, you, <laughs> four months ago. <laughs> you can tell how backed up I am on yeah. uh, on, uh, on podcast song yeah. theme song entries. No worries. What's up, guys? Hey, we're on the drunk tank. Hey, hey. It's, we, it's, we, it's, it's it's Jack. It's the Jack, Jeff, and Gus uh, edition. <laughs> this can only end badly for me. Yeah, no kidding, dude. All I, I, eyes are I, on Jack. I gave you top billing, Jack. See, I that, know, that, that's I appreciate part, that's that. part of my be nice to Jack. Oh, that's that's sweet of you. See, no, I, I sat down on the couch and I was like, "All right, so there's, uh, you know, there's Jeff, there's Gus. Hey, we got a four, we got a fourth. Who's is the fourth? Oh, no one. Oh, great. Your uh, your online protector, the Skiz. <laughs> the Skiz is watching Dude, always. Poor Jeff and I don't want to get beat up. Poor Skiz got destroyed on his personal comments. I don't know if you saw that or not. That no, wasn't I, too I nice. Didn't. I did. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I, felt, I, felt, I gave my award. <laughs> <laughs> It was, he started following me on Twitter and stuff, so I, I, I like the skiz. Skiz, what? you roll. I don't think he's following me. Yeah, that's right. Obviously not. Because you're a dick. He fucking yeah. hates you. I guess so. I tried to help I tried to help you on Twitter. I tried to help you with your stupid Twitter uh, thing, hashtag thing you were trying to start the other day, Jack, so and you Kirk, fucking misspelled it. So Kirk Herbstreet and Brett Mus- Musburger, yeah, whatever, they're calling the national championship game. Are they also your friends? They're not my friend. Well, Kirk Herbstreet is not my friend. Kirk Herbstreet flat out hates Texas. Like, he doesn't even try to hide it now. And he's calling the UT versus Alabama game, and I really am not looking forward to that. So I tried starting a a trend on on Twitter, the uh, Herb Street is a tool bag trend, and then I realized I misspelled his name. Or actually, someone pointed out that I misspelled his name, and I tried to help him, and I fucking copied his stupid little hashtag, and <laughs> did one too. And what happens? I it's fucking misspelled for me too because I copied it from an idiot back here. Can I just can I just go on record as saying that I am shocked, absolutely shocked that Jack had a spelling error. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could not be more surprised. What did all the college go towards? <laughs> at least it was a proper name. At least it wasn't something simple. It, it wasn't an improper oh, name. Oh, speaking uh, speaking of uh, misspellings, actually, so we we made fun of the you know be nice to Jack group and here, everything. Here comes the deflection. No, no. So <laughs> you made fun of the be nice to Jack group. So someone started a be mean to Jack group. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't, but I should join it. But yeah. it, it's pretty funny. Uh, they'll probably change it now, so we should screenshot this before the podcast goes out. But in the the sort of summary of the group, it says uh, have proper spelling and grammar, and then three. Sentences later, they misspelled speech. Did <laughs> <laughs> they spell it like S Peach? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice, so nice. I thought that was clever, and I wanted to point that out. So whatever. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Who's laughing now, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spell fuck you. So, guess what do you want to talk about today? Uh, I got a couple of things I want to talk about. I got, um, I got nothing. You got nothing? When was well, last time, when that's was not last, true. When was the last time you played WoW, Gus? Oh, man. Right when you started playing. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I've been off for about a month now. I need to get back into yeah, it. When you started playing was right... Well, those were the last times that I logged in and played. So then I ruined it for you. No, no, no. I just... <laughs> like, I go, Jeff will tell you. Like, I'll, every now and then I'll go through the cycle. Where get, I'll, yeah. I'll, like, I play really a lot, a lot, really hardcore, and then I just have to take a couple months off, and he'll, then I'll come back into you'll it. You'll know it, because one day you'll walk over to his desk to ask him a question, and he'll be running around somewhere. And, uh, what? Yeah, no, you, you play, you play wow at work sometimes. No, no, that's, that's You'll be like, that's, oh, I'm just checking on, uh, I'm just checking on the auction house. That's super rare. And, uh, and then that's when, that's when you'll know that oh, he's okay. back into it. And then that'll be it for like three months. And then he'll walk away from it and hmm. take six months off. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm still just soured on my guild disband. I'm still upset that my guild disbanded earlier this year. I'm really I, sorry I, about that. I didn't get you a card or anything. I mean, kind of, I mean I'm still kind of wandering around. This Hallmark make a guild disbanded card. And then the thing that sucks, the thing that I fucking hate is that, like, I w- I've been out of it for so long. Like, at the time I quit playing, I had top-end, you know, raiding gear. Like, I was in a progression guild. I had all the latest stuff. And now, you know, new stuff has come out. I'm, my gear's probably all shit. Gotta catch up. I can't, I can't do in-game raiding anymore. I need a fucking... By the way, Jack just hit on... Uh, uh, inadvertently had an awesome idea based on my awesome idea. What was it? We should start a line of Hallmark cards for gamers. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I'm glad a, I came up with a, it. That's a great idea. All game specific. Yeah. yeah. We, we could probably uh, have those print on demand and sell them in our store. We probably could, right? Yeah. That would be cool, actually. We should we should investigate that. I'm we, sure there's uh, if we want to use game images, there's going to be some licensing involved. We could probably make it all generic. Yeah, we could. Yeah, all do, yeah, we, could yeah. Do, like, we could send off like uh, my condolences. Leaderboards got reset, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heard you got banned from Xbox Live. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about the wipe last night. <laughs> yeah, congrats on hitting level 100 in Gears 2. Like you know, all the important stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. That could it's be something. an achievement hunter thing, actually. Boop. Yeah. Well, well, well dibs. <laughs> we Trademark, call, copyright, we, we it. R- restricted, all rights reserved. <laughs> let's not let's come up with a name, but not announce it yet. That way, there you uh, no one will be able to steal it. Um, so, I mean, you, you really don't have anything to talk about this week. Do you have anything to talk about this week, I Jack? Do. I we, do. Okay, so we've all seen Avatar. Yeah, that was what I was going to talk about. Bernie took me out on a date, a romantic little date to <laughs> breakfast in Avatar. He also became the mayor of the IMAX. <laughs> did, and, uh, did, did you put out <laughs> after that movie? Damn right, I did. <laughs> uh, and now I want to go back in time and award. The movie of the year to Avatar. No, no. See, uh, Gus, you're, you're still with Star Trek, right? Yeah, I'm still with Star Trek. If I, if I was stuck in a in a, a room and had to watch the same movie twenty times in a row, I would pick Star Trek every time. No way, I, absolutely. I think. No I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved Avatar. Fantastic movie. Yes. One of the you know, it, it's beautiful. One of the you know one of the best movies I've ever seen. But I I don't know. I I I, I liked Star Trek more. <laughs> really? Yeah. Star Trek was fun, but it wasn't like. And, See, I, and I've, you know, on top of that, I've already seen Star Trek like ten times. I think yeah. I, Star Trek le- left no lasting impression on me. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Can't wait for the next Star Trek. Now, see the thing with Avatar, it's an epic movie. Like it yeah. defines the term epic movie. But something like that, you can't sit and watch over and over again. It's not a. It just doesn't lend itself to well, that I kind agree of viewing. With that, but when you're looking for what the best single viewing is, when you think about giving out an award like Movie of the Year, you don't go for replay value. If it was, an Anaconda would have won every award in the fucking book. <laughs> Because I still watch that movie like once a month. That was John Voight, right? Yeah, dude. And J-Lo. And, <laughs> and Ice, Ice Cube. Ice, 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 Ice Cube. Cube. Come and on, Owen uh... Wilson. And fucking Eric Stoltz. Hey, Eric Stoltz is in that? Yeah, it's an all-star oh, cast. Hey, 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 hey. As long as we're talking about uh, the Drunk Tank Awards and Movie of the Year and that shit, you and I went looking for trophies yesterday. Yes, we did. Oh, how'd that go? We decided we're actually going to send trophies to the people who won. Yep. Um, so we went to a trophy shop that's uh, you know here by between our office and campus. I don't want to give away too much. But Gus and I designed what may be the best worst trophy of all time. <laughs> yeah, once you know, it'll take them a while to you know get the parts in and assemble it and whatnot. But as soon as we get them in, I'll definitely be sure to take some pictures and post them in the group. And we're gonna make this a yearly thing. We're gonna actually give out trophies every yeah, year. Yeah, and we uh, we spend a lot of time looking through catalogs. And you can you can, I'm amazed at the stuff you can get for on top of a trophy. You can get a lot. You can get like a bowl of chili. Yeah. <laughs> you can get, get a giant grizzly bear. You get a giant grizzly bear. You can get like. a... Uh, 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 someone playing curling. You can get the curling iron. Yeah, you can. Like not to <laughs> not like, like curl, to curl your, your hair, hair, but like for the, from the but sport. For the lame the curling stone. Sport. That's the, what yes, I'm calling it. Curling stones. stone or rock or something. Yeah, and uh, it, it was it was it was unbelievable. So it was, it was an eye opening experience. Were the guys at the the trophy shop really excited? Were they like, "Oh, dude, this sounds like fun"? Not at all. Really? <laughs> no, no. Oh. They didn't seem to give a damn. <laughs> they uh, just burnt out in life. Yeah, we were we not kept, a lot of we trophy kept, business. We, we kept asking them if we, you know if they had any. I don't want to give too much away, but we kept asking them if we could mount, like, if they had, like, you know, like, they have a grizzly bear, so asking, you know, do you have, like, a bottle of booze? Do you have a, a can of beer? Or, anything? or like, a Maybe drunk, a drunk, a, a drunk guy dude? stumbling. And they're like, no. No. no, no, no like, well, like could that. you get something like that? No. Could you make something like that? No. <laughs> we have what's in the catalog. Uh. Would you, how would you feel about a guy playing golf? Like, what the fuck? No, I don't want to. There were some karate dudes we considered getting for a karate while. Karate guys were pretty cool. Yeah. Like, and there was one that was like a fist coming at you. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool also. But, uh. You go for like a Goatsy award. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, we, 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 we kind of personalized it a bit and you'll, you'll see it. Hopefully, hopefully by next podcast we'll have, uh, we'll have it. We'll have some pictures. Have we, fuck do we, yeah. Do we have any luck on getting addresses for J.J. Abrams or, um, Anti, anti-gravity oh. defying drunk or whatever. I'll worry about that once we get the anti, trophies. Anti-gravity defying drunk is going to be a problem. We may have to accept the award in his honor. <laughs> yeah. JJ Abrams, I'm not worried about. Yeah, we can we, send it. We if if nothing else, we can send it to the studio and 
I, I'm sure we, we can we find could, we, we could find someone to get it to. Yeah, you. we could probably get it closer. Yeah. Closer oh, I know, I know, I know we can. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. So JJ Abrams, if you're listening, email us with your address. And let's be honest, you're listening. We know you're listening, JJ <laughs> Abrams. Uh, I don't even remember who else we're sending him to. Uh, that, that, that's the, how monumental the uh, the awards were. Uh, well, JJ we're got the Valve, right, for Game of the Year. Oh, that's right. Uh, we're going to send one to Bioware for the uh, Old Republic trailer. That's right. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I can I can hook us up with a producer at Bioware. We can just walk it over get, there. We can hand it to him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. The, I think we know the cinematics director over there. Yeah, there we go. So we'll just give it to. Wait, him. did the cinematics director make that trailer? Uh, the guy we know didn't work on it, but he knows the guy that does. Okay. He knows the guy behind the guy. He knows the guy behind the guy. He's the guy behind the guy. So yeah, we've got lots of lots of lots of drunk tank stuff to do. For yeah, we do. Besides the podcast, it's weird. It sucks. Because <laughs> you're making work for yourself. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's because I don't have quite enough to do these days. <laughs> you're playing Dark Siders right now, aren't you? I'm. I'm trying to. You're trying. <laughs> what does that mean? He's not going to get to it. We've been. We've been. I've, I've been so busy. I think I played Dark Siders for 15 minutes yesterday. He's got the podcast. That's going to take him all day. He's got the trophy thing. He's got to upgrade the mail server. He's got to switch out some hard drives. Dude's got to install XP on two computers. Yeah, He's very busy. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long day. Yeah, yeah mail. So, so are we getting web based mail finally? I'm gonna fucking strangle you <laughs> through this microphone. Even though you're right behind me, I'm gonna reach through the microphone, go through the cable, and come out and strangle you. Uh, I love that. There's certain there's certain buttons I can push on on Gus that just immediately sets him off, and that's one of them. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a certain fan buttons. of web based mail. Yeah. Certain buttons. Gus is one button. That's true. You've got like an eighty-six percent chance. <laughs> he's of a switch. That <laughs> he's just a switch. You just turn it on and leave it on. Good lord. That's oh. right. Turn me on and leave me on. <laughs> so hey, we, we've been playing Bayonetta. If you want to talk about that, or is that Gus? Do you have a better conversation to talk? No, about? No, no. Let's talk about Bayonetta. Let's do it. That game is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like somebody asked me the other day. Uh, I think it was Luke. Uh, asked me if I uh, had I played it, and I was like, you know, I've actually beaten it because we got the game early to do achievement hunter videos in and stuff. And uh, he asked what I thought about it, and I, I honestly, I've beaten the game. I probably spent f- ten to fifteen hours playing it. I have no idea what I think about it. Yeah, still. I, uh, DM Zilla over in Microsoft said something last night on Twitter that was pretty hilarious. He said it was something like Bayonetta was like guns and ammo had a baby with Playboy. <laughs> and it was, it's like it's. I'm really not sure if I like it or dislike it. I'm or, enjoying it, but it's I I don't know what's going on. It, that, like yeah, that beating the game doesn't help. It's just a whirlwind of hair and nudity. I and, will say and devils and angels. Ugh. One one thing that's annoying about that game is it refuses to fucking end. Yeah. Like, you play through what you think by looking at the achievements is the last level, and then they're like, all right, now play one more level where you fight every other <laughs> boss you've played throughout the game. And then you're like, whew, did it. Yeah, it has, Done. The, it has the Peter Jackson problem yeah. where it just and doesn't end. They go, okay, well, now that you fought all of them, let's create a new bad guy for you to fight. <laughs> Haven't seen him before, but here he is. And then you fight him, and you're like, hey, and then they start rolling credits, and then credits <laughs> stop, and they go, all right, now fight the real guy. <laughs> and then you fight that guy for like an hour, and then they roll the credits again, and then in the credits they're like, "Oh, hey, by the way, you have to uh, you have to play some more." <laughs> Continue fighting through. Continue the credits. fighting, fight through the credits, and then you do that sequence, and it goes to another credit sequence where you have three more battles, and those three battles aren't uh, they aren't like they're just like replaying moments from the game, but everything up until that point is like it matters to the story apparently. Yeah. Oh my god. It's that, how, how would that be? Like that'd be really weird if you were like watching a movie, then the credits start rolling, the movie comes back on. Then like you know the movie ends, and then the credits start, then the movie continues playing behind the credits. Yeah, it was like it's like if the Ferris Bueller gag went on for f- fucking two hours <laughs> after the movie was over. What still here? Great, watch the second movie. Here's the yeah. secret ending. Yeah, <laughs> Cameron goes to college. <laughs> I was terrified when I got to the start screen that I'd have to play the start screen. <laughs> the, the start screen wasn't like some kind of devil in disguise. Yeah, it wasn't like a second start screen. That was like now you can play the real game. <laughs> That's fucked up. Oh man! Oh hey, I um I finally got all of the Riddler challenges in uh what Batman Arkham Asylum last night. Oh good! That's what I've been playing in my house right now. Like Liking it, that game? I, I enjoyed it, man. I, I it's it's the first game I played in a long time that I did I didn't capture it all in it. I just wanted to play it just for fun because I heard so many good things. And with a sequel coming out, I kind of wanted to you know catch up on it. But um it had sort of sort of the same issue that you had with Bayonetta, where you beat the game. You know, I collected everything in the game, the single player mission. I'm done, and I have like 500 gamer score in it. It's like, yeah, that's frustrating, dude. I beat Bayonetta, and I have, like, 350 games. Yeah, three, I, I have 25 of 50 achievements, and I have, like, 350 points. Damn. What, yeah. are, the, what are the other achievements you don't have, like, uh, hard there's or something? Beat, beat, like, a series of levels on hard, and then beat them on, like, a harder difficulty than hard, and then some other, like, collection shit that I haven't done. 
So there's the Alfheim portal things that we've been... I'm, I'm actually doing a collecting video right now with all the different Alfheim portals. I think there's 21 in the game. Yeah. And those are like, uh, I guess, sort of like mini missions or whatever. And they're, I think of the 11 or... No, 12 that I've found so far, I've beaten two. Yeah, like, fuck those things. Those things are so freaking hard. What, what are those? They're they're like little... I mean, literally, it's just like a side thing. You don't have to do it to beat the game, but you jump in and it's like a it's like a challenge mission. Like like Batman Arkham Asylum, the challenge things. It's it's similar to that, where it's like, beat all these guys, but you can only you can only hurt them in witch time, which is like mm-hmm. when you have to dodge an attack. It's like bullet time. Yeah, also. or it's like, here's one you have... You can only punch six times and you can only kick seven times. And beat these three guys. And you have 30 seconds. Yeah. And they're then, pretty fucking ridiculous. Yeah. There's huh. some, Then there's one that's like, stay in the air as long as you can. Like, that one's actually pretty easy. Oh, hey, I got those achievements, by the way. We can cut a video for that. Oh, good. Awesome. Yeah, the two air ones, so. Good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all, all in all, the game, the game's fun, I think. It's it's definitely... <laughs> <laughs> I think I enjoyed it. No, it's, a, it's I'm glad you're having the same problem I am. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. Yeah. I don't know what I'm playing. I will say, I think I'm getting better at it. Because like, I've been playing... I've been replaying some of the same guys that you fight earlier oh, in the yeah. game. And you play them like... It's like, oh, now you have to fight four of them. You Great. get You get better really quickly. Yeah. Like, you really do. It's pretty interesting the way that works. And also, interesting thing about that game, it's like... I don't want to give too much away for people that haven't played it yet. But they, man, they crammed every single kind of gameplay mechanic into one game. Yeah. Like, it's a different game every level. And there's so many cutscenes, too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Thankfully, they give you an option to actually skip cutscenes. You can hit start and skip a cutscene. And I find myself doing that a lot more frequently. I wouldn't be surprised if it had two hours of cutscenes. It's kind of like Metal Gear Solid. That sounds about right. No, that's, yeah. no, no. no. That's, but that game had kind like of, eight that's hours. Kind of like but... the, the end of Metal Gear yeah. Solid. I think Metal Gear Solid, I'm not joking, probably had ten hours of cutscenes. Yeah, Gavin was telling Bernie the other day, I was like, uh, I think it might have even been on New Year's Eve, he uh, he was playing Metal Gear, and he got to the last level, and he thought, okay, I'm gonna, I got about 45 minutes before I got to go to the pub, I'll just uh, knock this out and then head out. And it was like four hours later. Yeah, I think the final like cutscene and everything, once you finish the game, I think it's like, I think that alone is two hours. That's fucking nuts, though. Is it a good two hours, though? No. <laughs> no. No, it's really not. Well, well. That's a, that's, that's a, a perfect game, according to Games, GameSpot. Well, Bayonetta's getting great reviews everywhere. I saw I got a 9 on GameSpot. Kotaku loved it. People love the game. Well, it seemed, it seemed like... It's I, fun. You know, I played, like, 30, 45 minutes of it, and it, it seemed fun. What, what's the magazine that gave it a perfect in Japan? Famitsu. 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 Which is, you know, they've done that, like, 13 times, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Nah. I saw that, uh, I don't I, it's, actually, it's not a perfect game, but it's good. I'm mean, having fun playing it, but I really do want to play Darksiders, because Gus and I got a couple opportunities to play that early last year, and I got excited about it. Plus, I liked their, uh, at, at PAX, they had that booth with the, uh, mechanical, mechanical bull, and we saw, we saw all the girls falling off of it. That was like, <laughs> that was, that was like endlessly entertaining. Watching just uncoordinated, goofy people fall off that thing and watching boobs go everywhere. Yeah. Man, that was the, not good boobs, but still. It was, <laughs> it was fucking, it was highly entertaining. Hey, well, so I guess we're going to PAX East in a couple months, right? Like in two months? Something like that. It's, it, March, it's right? in, a, in a March. Yeah, so shit. less than two Who's months. Who's going? Do we know? No, we need to plan that. I'll go. All right. Cool. You, you plan those, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're, not, hey. you're not going, Jack. <laughs> keep, uh, Keep keep me updated and let me know because I'll have to plan merchandise and stuff for it. Yeah, we should uh, we should probably hammer that stuff you, out. No, you want me to go so I can sell stuff for Do you. You, uh, you guys can walk around and look at all the cool stuff. You're right. Yeah. Woo! Can't wait. Do you, uh, dicks? <laughs> do you know what the attendance is for that thing? I think they've pre-sold forty three thousand tickets already. Forty three thousand? Holy yeah. sh! Wow. I thought it was going to be capped at like ten thousand or something. They, they were expecting it to be much smaller. It's um, it's it's getting huge. Forty three thousand. I think. I think. I, I might be pulling that number out of my ass. I should double check that. Last year's last year's packs was like forty five, right? No, no. Last Ooh. year's packs was sixty two thousand eight hundred. Oh wow! It was they they maxed out the center. Yeah, I knew that. Like, like yeah, they they it would have been. I think it would have. I think it could have done the good seventy seventy five thousand had they not uh, had they you know had the capacity to handle. All Where would the they? Oh, do you think? Do you think Panera Arcade will eventually move it to a bigger venue? I, I mean, I is is there a bigger venue in Washington? Maybe maybe we're in the Seattle? Seahawks. Play. Well, I think I think they, they don't use the entire Washington State Convention Center yet. Yeah, really? I think they're only using half of it currently. Every year they've expanded on the yeah. Convention Center. Like I think this year it felt. Would you say they like doubled the floor space this year, Gus? Yeah, easily. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what it looks like next year. Man, well, I guess they have that that waiting area. Like in the, they have like where the the concerts and where your panel was next door to it. They have another thing that's like the similar size. I guess they could put more stuff in there. Yeah. Okay. I take it. I take it back. They. I think they've pre-sold a little over twenty thousand tickets. That's still crazy. Yeah. That's yeah, still I, really good. They, I think they were initially expecting between thirty and forty thousand people. That's awesome, man. So yeah, it's it's going great. I mean, I'm it's I'm, gonna be a lot bigger than I thought it was. I'm excited. We have not been to an event in. Boston, since Anime Boston, I think in 2007. Did you go to that? Yeah, I went to that. 
I've never been. I've never been to Boston. Me really? Either. I love Boston. It's I've great. been. I've been to Massachusetts, uh, but never Boston. Boston's a great town. Yeah. Did you go to the I'm Cheers bar when you were up there? Uh, not that time, but I, the first time I ever went to Boston, I went to the Cheers bar. Yes. What, when does baseball start? Do you know? Uh, usually starts in first week of April. April. Okay, so. So the Red Sox would not be playing, most likely. Probably uh, see they might have an exhibition game. Might yeah. have an exhibition. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, I'm sure they have. The, I'm sure their their uh, their preseason stuff is in a like in Arizona or somewhere. But I, yeah, you might. They, um, if it's Pax East is like at the very end. I want to say it's like they, Mar- they might, last week of March. It's like March 28th, I think. An exhibition game. That'd be kind of cool. I like to see the Red Sox play at home. Go see the Green Monster. They just, they just had the uh, that that hockey game out outdoors in the uh, in Boston Stadium. March 26th to 28th. There we go. There you go. I'm looking up the the Red Sox schedule now. I'm all, I'm all excited. You got me. Uh, you got there we go. Let's go to a game. It's not going to be a if I'm allowed to go. No, you're not going. Jeff and I. Go. I'm going to guess not. April 5th or April 7th is opening day. Uh, looks like their home opener is April 4th. Ooh, Fourth. very good. So they might have some some preseason stuff. I'm looking. Yeah, their first. Uh, hold on. What's this? March 26th to 28th. They will be. Yes. The, <laughs> yes, the twenty sixth. It looks like they're playing Toronto at home. Ooh, the twenty eighth. They're playing Minnesota at home. Man, fuck Minnesota. We can go watch that game because that, that that'll probably be after the after Pax is over. Fucking right? Fucking fuck the Twins. It's at one oh five. Oh, then that'll probably be right yeah. right at closing. Right like, at the closing. rush. I hate that team so. much. We show up early and watch them play uh, the Marlins on the twenty fifth. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, totally. Set up the booth and go watch them play the Marlins. I don't know if I'm... If, uh, yeah, that's right. You'll set up the booth while Jeff and I go watch a baseball there game. There you go. We're go watch the baseball game. Hey, I'm going to pack. I don't know if I've mentioned it lately, but I do not like the Minnesota Twins. Why not? You're fucking AL Central rivalries, dude. Uh, okay. I'm, a, I'm a White Sox fan. Wait, okay, there you go. I was never into baseball. I'm I was never crazy about the Indians either. They're, like, uh, tickets are 15 bucks. Oh, nice. Oh, that's fucking... Hell yeah, dude. We'll get like two apiece. We can just lay across rows. It'd be yeah. great. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh-oh. Since this is spring training, it looks like it's in Fort Myers, Florida. Ah, I see. Oh, I told you guys. A... Yep. Spring training games are played at, yep, Fort Myers, Florida. Sorry, right. guys. Well, let's go break into the stadium. There you go. We can do that. <laughs> I was wondering why those home games weren't red. <laughs> they were gray. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Well, let's talk to Koo and see if they can push PAX East back a week. Or if they can push it south to Florida. <laughs> that's, yeah. So, yeah, that's not going to work out. Oh, uh, well, we, we, can, we can make a trip up to Boston for something else, right? Basketball still going on? Can we watch the Celtics play? Uh yeah, basketball should still be going on. Yeah, yeah, because March. Well, it's it lasts longer than it'll be playoffs, won't it? By that point, I don't know. Because March Madness for one would assume NCAA. the Celtics would be in the playoffs. Dude, te- Texas is having a really, really good season. They're still undefeated, number two in the country in college basketball, not the uh, not the pros, I suppose. Does anybody care post Kevin Durant? Really, dude? Uh, for, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pittman? Well, not Dexter Pittman. I forget his name, but Pittman, the uh, the player for Texas right now, he's going to be a very, very high pick in the in the draft. He's kicking some ass right now, and Texas is doing quite well. And we're, we're, we're number two in football, number two in basketball, and number one in oh, baseball. Shit, dude! On the twenty eighth, the Boston Celtics are hosting the San Antonio Spurs at eight p.m. Oh, oh that's a great no, game, dude! We gotta go to that. We gotta go to that. Absolutely. At 8 p.m. That's oh, that's that the last be, night. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, is done. That's perfect. Be closed. Packed up. Oh, dude, that's perfect, dude. Fucking. Let's go watch it. Let's across do it. the room, high five. We're gonna go see the Celtics play. Hold on. I think we we did a commercial where the Celtics played the Spurs, didn't we? Like an NBA. We did. Live you and I did commercial. It was live 08. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was, a, a, it was a Paul Pierce commercial. Paul, was well, book? it started out as a uh, what's his face? Um, Durant, guy that married uh, uh, Odom. Eva, Eva Mendez, what's her name? Oh, oh Tony Parker. Tony Parker. It started out as a Tony Parker commercial, and then it flipped to Paul Pierce. Yeah, something some like point. that. Yeah. So I don't remember this. Or it might have been two commercials. It was so long maybe, ago. Maybe it was two commercials. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely did. We did two, one or two commercials. So <laughs> it'll, it'll be, we'll be up in the stands. We should take controllers. I remember, <laughs> I remember like, like, like we're directing the game. When you do those commercials, there's all kinds of weird legality stuff. And there was a whole thing about whether... Do you remember what it was? We, there was something about showing the Boston Gardens. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that like a copyrighted location? I know, like I don't know. Like I don't the know Empire State Building, works. you can't show that in video, right? I don't know. You I, can't. I, I've heard something like that where like certain monuments you can't show without getting permission to show them. 
Like, or you have to pay a license fee to show. What? I, dead serious on this. You have to this. pay a license fee to fucking look at it? Are they going to cover it up with a tarp? I mean, <laughs> no, no, that's like, ridiculous. No, if you like, if you use it in, in, in a product that is eventually going to be for money. Like, if you made a DVD of like, oh, look, you know, sites of New York City, that would be, you have to pay a Bullshit. license fee. Bullshit. I, I, I've heard license this somewhere. To who? I don't know. The city? Bullshit. The owner of the building? I'm not sure. Bullshit. All right. Yeah, we'll that. have to look that up. I, am I gonna have to find that myself? I, I, I don't. I don't. Because you I, find I, it, like, oh, just kidding. Public domain. I don't. I'm, I don't. I'm I don't. Dead I, I, I don't disbelieve you, Jack. I'm just outraged at the at the very idea. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that no, this could be true. That's retarded. That's stupid. I, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that is true. I'm mad, and by extension, I'm mad at you because I know. you brought it up. Yeah, yeah, it's your fault, Jack. I figured. Now, for the rest of my life, if I ever hear about that, it's gonna piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make you mad at Jack. Yeah. Hey, are you guys going to to watch the championship game on Thursday? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're you're gonna go, Jeff. I'm gonna go. We're gonna rope off two seats for Jeff. We uh we're we're gonna go watch the uh the, the championship game at the Alamo Draft House. We're renting a theater. Yeah, the the Rooster, Rooster Teeth rented out a theater, at the Alamo Southamore. It should so be a lot. Holds of Holds 122 people, and we have like so, 130 people. <laughs> so it's gonna be 120 UT fans, my <laughs> wife who doesn't give a fuck, and me, the Alabama fan. No, there's gonna be more than more than just your wife who don't give a fuck. I promise. Probably. Yeah. I've got my UT Snuggie ready to go. It's gonna be awesome. Oh man. Supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to be fucking cold. On yeah, Thursday yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's supposed to be a high of forty. It's gonna be apparently this week. We're gonna have the coldest temperatures in fifteen years. Yay! <laughs> you sound like an old man. I just, I just read about it this morning. Can you tell in your knees? Yeah, or my something? trick, my trick knees acting up. <laughs> they were like, "What a fucked up year, man. We had the hottest year ever, and now we're gonna have the coldest year in fifteen years." It's El Nino. Yeah. Least, fucking shit up. At least it's not raining right now. Like you don't want that shit to freeze. No. That would be the worst. Speaking yeah, one that, time I drove to the office in Buda after we had had like one of those sleet storms like a ugh. year or two years ago or three years ago at this point, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the whole time between my apartment on Enfield and uh and uh, driving down to Buda, I didn't have any control of my car. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> it was it was it was horrible. Like after I got there I thought, I am fucking retarded. Why yeah. did I come to work today? Yeah, there's nothing worse than being in a car that has no traction. Like you literally sitting like, Well, I'm in a guided missile right now or a non guided missile. <laughs> I'm just I'm sitting here hoping I don't hit anything. Yeah, and I know that we have listeners and there's people who live in colder places and it ices over more frequently, but it's just Weird. It's more difficult here. I feel like because we're not prepared for it. We Absolutely. Don't, yeah, we, don't no have, we don't have trucks. You know, we don't have plows. Nobody salt in the roads. No, none no. of that stuff. Yeah, I, like, I, like that same year, I got trapped in my apartment for a while because all my steps froze over. They had like three inches of ice all the way around them, and I lived on the second floor, and I couldn't get. I couldn't go down to the ground. Wow. Yeah. I had to like. I had to. I had to crawl out on my hands and knees with a hammer <laughs> and fucking <laughs> pound all the ice off of the steps. Uh, that's that's a good mental image right there. <laughs> Gus hammering at his steps, and I did it naked, of course, because it was Christmas. Why not? Uh, <laughs> that, that's my that's gonna be my new tradition I've from seen, now on. A, a naked Christmas. I've seen way too much naked Gus <laughs> the, <laughs> the last month or so. You are proud of that, man. I, I figured, you know, if, if a naked photo of me showed up on the internet, even if I had control over it, I would be terrified. Fuck it, dude. You gotta own it. You, you gotta, gotta you gotta own it, or it owns you. That's right. <laughs> What does Gus give what, care? What, what are you backing him up for? He's naked in your house. <laughs> no, that was awesome, dude. It was funny. It was did great. You, did he burn that chair? No. <laughs> what do I care? I got I got naked in front of a video camera once at Sundance. Dude, Gus. What? Gus. Yeah, dude. I don't give a fuck. Gus and I have been friends for 11 years now, and he lived with me on and off three times over a period of about four years. I got the idea of naked Gus touching stuff in my house does not bother me. I got over that pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, it's a wait. So why were you naked at Sundance? I was really drunk. You know, you you know that that's old way to start teeth, a story. That old Rooster Teeth comic that Luke did me peeing on the snowman. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a true story. You know, I got really drunk and I went out and and uh, pissed on a snowman. And Much Music was there, Much Music Canada, and they uh, they filmed my penis um, <laughs> as I was pissing on the snowman. I'm sure they have the footage somewhere. Some poor little kid. Will come uh. <laughs> Some no, man. no, it wasn't some little kid. It was some woman because she walked by as I was pissing on the snowman. Oh, nice. <laughs> she started yelling at me. You should, I should, you should have peed on her? <laughs> I would have, but the camera angles, you know, I would have been off axis. No, I got to break the 180 degree rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to keep the penis pointed at the camera. Uh, so Okay, so uh, what movies are coming out soon? I can't even think of what movies are coming out. Anything know. big? Book of Eli. Have you seen the trailer for that? Yeah. I've seen a couple trailers for that. That looks nuts, man. Dude, I will watch any movie with Denzel Washington. Gary Oldman's in that, right? Yeah, he's awesome too, but fucking Denzel Washington. See, I don't know. I would that guy go- gives the exact same awesome performance in everything he's in. No matter no matter what the movie's about, no matter what character he plays. I'm trying to think of a, a Denzel Washington role that he didn't do well in, and I can't off the I was, top of I was head. trying to do the He's same always thing. great. doesn't matter how shitty the movie is, he's good, and he's good enough to watch. Yeah, I, even, I'm trying to think. Man on Fire. Man on Fire, he was awesome. He was awesome. Um, Training Day. 
God, training. How about the worst movie you can think of that he was in is uh, that Spike Lee basketball movie? He got game. Yeah, and he was still good in it, even though the movie was kind of terrible. <laughs> he uh, Denzel Washington is always on his A game. Apparently, he was a voice actor for a TV special entitled Mother Goose, a rapping and rhyming special. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that would be terrible. I'm just speaking live. Oh, did you hear they replaced Walter Cronkite, uh, his voiceover for the CBS Evening News, with uh, uh, Morgan Freeman? Did they really? Yeah. They, they, so they, they pulled Walter Cronkite. He introduced Katie Couric, and they needed someone. So if she wasn't there, they could have someone, you know, saying, sitting in for Katie Couric is sure, sure. You know, Stephen Bochco. That's a uh, Stephen Bochco. <laughs> I, oh, hope, I, did, I hope that did, day never comes. Why did you pull that out of your I don't ass? know. Like, why would Stephen Bochco ever be sitting in for he, Katie Couric on he, the news? He did Quantum Leap, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that name he's came out of my head. Producer. I know. <laughs> you don't know. He, he's, he's diversified over the years. Sit, Ubu, sit. Yeah. Good dog. <laughs> uh, the references no one will get. I know. That's a 5%er. Hey, did you all see that... Uh, 8-Bit Left 4 Dead remake? Yeah. Or D-Make? D-Make, yeah. I guess it finally got released. It's available for free download. Have you seen this, Jack? I've cool. heard of it. I haven't seen it, though. It's uh, it's pretty cool. There's a, It's like, I guess the guy who made it tried to use like the actual color palette he would have had and the sound you know, capabilities he would have had if, he, if the game had been programmed for the NES. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I like that. Yeah, it's he, really clever. He made it as a as a two-player game instead of a four-player game. Did you hear that Nintendo uh, sent a cease and desist to the guy who did the Legend of Zelda movie thing? Like yeah. the fan movie? That does not surprise me at all. That kind of Nintendo's sucks. got a long history of doing that shit. Yeah, they, uh, did they do that to They shut down Daily, Daily Radar. Radar. Yeah. yeah oh, they, they use like a Donkey Kong image without asking them. Man. I, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm showing Jack the, yeah. the, the the Left 4 Dead video. Oh, that's great! It looks like the old, like the old bad dude style of uh, gameplay that side scroller. It made me think of Double Dragon when I saw it. The yeah. way they yeah. can walk up and yeah. down like that. It's fucking cool, dude. That is neat. I want to play that now. You, if you have a PC, you can download it for free. Do you have a PC? I uh, yeah, boot camp. You can do that. There you go. Or you can. I, I don't boot camp installed right now, but you, I could. You can parallels it. I'm sure. It doesn't. I bet it doesn't take very much no. processing power. Oh, Max. I got in a Mac versus PC debate with a friend of mine recently. Oh, don't ever do that. Uh, it's not worth it. And he, he, like his, his big thing was, you know, I don't want to join the cult of Mac users. And I'm like, all right. I'll tell you what. Find somebody who is a Mac user who can switch back to PC. Yeah. Find call. that guy, whoever that guy is. That wasn't forced to because of work or right, something. Right, yeah. They just decided, you know what? I don't like Macs as much. I'm going to go back to I was happier with PCs. Yeah. God. You know, I, I will say I am, uh, I'm thinking about building myself a gaming PC. Are you? Yeah, yeah with, old, with, with, with Old Republic coming out. Uh, not just Old Republic, but like just Blizzard's about to have an entourage or a fucking yeah, but like, Blizzard onslaught game, of All stuff. Blizzard games launched for Macs That's the same true. day. That's yeah, true. So I'm not concerned about that. It's just Old Republic I'm really jonesing for. So I've, I've started I started trying to relearn some, uh, some PC stuff. I'm holding out <laughs> hope that Old Republic will work on the Mac as well. That would be great. I, I wouldn't hold up. I, know, <laughs> yeah. I, know. I really wouldn't. Probably won't happen, but I'll, end up, I'll, I'll have to buy two PCs for that because Griffin will want to play it with me, yeah. I'm sure. You, 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 have, you already have that one Mac. I bet you can boot yeah, camp Yeah, yeah, I'll boot camp that and then get another. Something. Well, you can, get a, you, can Probably, build, you can build a decent gaming PC for like, what, $400, $500 now? Uh-huh. Like one that will run games, not necessarily like like crazy FPS or anything, but... I don't know anything about computers anymore. I want to build something crazy. Oh, okay. I want yeah. to build something with like four video cards. <laughs> like a jet-fueled and... Yeah, I want to have like liquid coolant. I want to have crap. like three thirty-inch displays, so I can have like a hundred eighty-degree view around me of Old Republic while, I, while I'm playing. Dude, that, you can do that, right? That, that's totally doable. Totally, absolutely. You can do anything. Yeah, two thousand ten. We can map the brain. <laughs> yeah, we map the brain. <laughs> Man, talk from, about was, old was, ass references. Was that from the cell? It's from the cell. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. That movie was terrible. I think. Did you and I see that in the theater together? Yeah, we saw it together. Yeah, God, that fucking movie. Fucking Vince Vaughn Vince drunk Vaughn. all the way through that film looked like it, like from the it's kind of like kind of reminded me of Alan Rickman in Dogma where you realize you watch them realize that the movie sucks as they're going through <laughs> it you know? and like twenty minutes into the film you can tell that they've already given up. That was Vincent D'Onofrio, right? In the cell, yeah. In the cell, yeah. yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio, J Lo, and Vince Vaughn. Man, that was some was a crazy visual movie. I remember like the horse that got split into pieces. Yeah. And- that's why we were talking about it actually last night because my wife is a fan of the artist that did a lot of the design for that movie. Oh yeah. At the time, I thought I remember Sprint was running some commercials with like a dude in a black trench coat. Yeah, we thought. <laughs> I thought that Vince Vaughn in that movie looked like the dude, the Sprint Kendrick, commercial yeah. dude. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I for, totally forgot about those commercials until I thought about the cell reminding me about those commercials. He was the first like 
he was, you know, you know that guy you're talking about, the guy in the trench coat. I bet that guy wakes up every morning and wants to kill the "Can you hear me now?" guy because that guy totally stole his thunder, mm-hmm. right? God, that guy, that, can you hear me now, guy? He's done for life, right? He's got to be set for life. I mean, like he, he's not an actor, right? I mean, if he was an actor, it's like, well, he'll never be in anything because he will always be the "Can you hear me now?" guy. It won't he, matter. He, he's like a he's like Verizon's Jared. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. So I don't think Jared was trying to be an actor, though. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, the the Verizon uh, viral quote unquote commercials where it's the uh, the Verizon or it's the Can you hear me now guy and uh, like a group of about a hundred people with him walking around a park and they see a guy answer the phone and they get behind him and they just start following the guy. That's it's, that's dumb. That's yeah, like like the, yeah. like the network commercials. Yeah, well, that's what it is, and it's like the, the networks with them or whatever. And then for the, the first time you see, it, it's like, oh, this is kind of cool that they just followed someone, and then you realize, oh wait, that guy's mic'd. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like okay. Yeah, this and then then they then they refer to like oh he's here with the network. It's like who was going to call them the network? You know? Yeah, I, like, I just did. Yeah, well that's true. <laughs> I, I know their ad campaign. I'm, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> hey, so uh, did you all hear that? Wow, maybe turn back on in China. Yeah. Oh I really? Did. Yeah. Speaking, they're, of... they're they're nearing the end of their dispute. That's wow. awesome. Speaking of China, I read something interesting this morning. Uh, not to go all the way back to Avatar, but Avatar had the highest grossing opening day in Chinese history. Really? Of anything? Yeah. Oh, wow. Any movie ever. It was a bunch of yen, and it ended up, it was like... <laughs> yen is from Japan. Dude. Or whatever. What's the Chinese currency? Um, it's... It's like... It's something else. It's like... Look I don't remember. I'll, you, I'll look it, it you might be surprised that it might be yen. I was just waiting for someone to say something very racist. Uh, anyway, it was like... It's four, a yuan. Y-U-A-N. That's what I thought. Yeah, it was uh, 4.9 million, I think. Uh, American dollars. Highest-grossing opening day. China. I don't see it on on Bomojo yet. Nah, I read the article this just this morning. Hey, that's, uh, well, that's cool. That's awesome. Before that, the uh, it took the it stole the thunder from a movie called A Simple Noodle Story. <laughs> yeah, was I the previous I rem- number one. I remember when uh, I think when Titanic opened, it had the largest opening in Japan, I believe. Oh, really? And I think that Titanic's opening was stolen by Princess Mononoke, if I recall properly. I wouldn't be surprised. I could be wrong about that. Fucking uh, Avatar, what's it up to now worldwide? It was at 1.33 1. 1. million last time I looked. It's at 1 billion 63 million. God damn, dude. That's it's already amazing. The, it's like the third highest grossing film worldwide of all time already. Um, the, third or think, fourth. That movie cost at least $500 million to make, and it's profitable. Yeah. It's profitable. It's it's number four worldwide right now. Wow. And it, it will easily jump number three. It, it's only $3 million behind number It'll three. It'll get number two as well pretty quickly. I Is think. Titanic still one? Yeah. Yeah. One point, one point six billion, I think. Yeah, it looks like it'll very easily slide into the number two position. But, man, I, would, <laughs> I don't I know if it can pass Titanic. I wouldn't be surprised if it beat Titanic. Ti- I don't that, know, man. Avatar's Titan- going to be in the theaters for 30 weeks, probably. You, you think so? Yeah. It'll be at IMAX for It'll a while. It'll be in IMAX for a year. Oof. I don't know, man. Titan- I remember Titanic being in theaters literally for like like six months. It was no, it was longer. I it think was longer. It, I think it was in like fifty weeks. It was, it was it came- no, it was like thirty eight weeks or whatever, was it? But it was Jesus. a long time. I remember but it was coming out on VHS and it was still in some theaters. Batman was. You have to remember, Batman was also in the theaters for about five months. And Avatar is in a great position because it came out at Christmas, and there's not going to be anything, any real competition until That's May true. or June. So you know it's going to be in the theaters. It'll be in the theaters for a long fucking time. And in 18 days, it's made $360 million in the U.S. Did Bernie it's sh- not slowing down. Did Bernie show you that trailer for Inception, the uh, DiCaprio movie? I don't think so. No. no. It's nuts, dude. It looks like uh, – we, we said it looks like a, a mix between like Dark City and The Matrix, which The Matrix really is a remake of Dark City. Who but, made it? I don't know. It's it, it was someone who had done something crazy before. I want I want to say maybe Aronofsky, maybe or like Proyas or I, I don't think it was Proyas, but uh, what'd you say it was called Inception? In, Inception. It's yeah. It, 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 I have no idea what the movie's about, but it's got it's got DiCaprio in it. It's got uh, Ellen Page in it, and I want to say like Ben Kingsley or somebody. Or excuse me, Sir oh, Ben Kingsley, Christopher Nolan, Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. There, okay, you there you go. So the Batman guy. Uh, I would have said the Memento guy. Really? Hell yeah! <laughs> Memento's an awesome film. That's uh, I don't, well, yeah. I guess Memento you can watch it a few times. Yeah, and I went back and things. Griffin had never seen it, so I went back and watched it with her. It was the first time I'd seen it. In that's that's six one or of seven years. Probably. Joe, one of Joey Pants's best movies. It is. I think Joey Pants. <laughs> yeah, Joey, absolutely one of his best movies. That and Goonies and uh, Bound. 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 It's <laughs> <laughs> a great movie. Oh man, did you all see that um, Modern Warfare 2 was the highest selling item on Amazon? Yeah, I did. In, in 2009. UK for 2009? It's wow. Crazy. Like, out of anything, not just for video games, but like for anything they sold. It even beat the last Harry Potter film, which is like beating Jesus in the UK, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, 
You don't beat Harry Potter in Harry Potter's backyard. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It says uh, two of the top five slots were taken by video games. Well, hey, some of the main characters in Modern Warfare are British, right? Maybe that's uh, something to yeah, do with soap that's and, and uh, soap is the new Harry Potter. <laughs> Price kids dressing up like him for for Halloween. I almost said Christmas. That would have been <laughs> they, so- they could dress up like him for Christmas too. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Why not? They got weird customs over there. Totally. Then they'd be creepy if you like. You know, you had kids and you woke up like Christmas morning and they were like in ghillie suits hiding in your living room, like in the tree <laughs> with like a, sni- like a little rifle just slowly peeks out of the tree. That'd be awesome. Like, ah, quit doing that. Hey, Gus, you said you were going to talk about something last week and you never did. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago and you never did. It's, Let's talk about Thorium. I, it's funny you say that. I just pulled it up to remind myself to talk hey. about it. Um, I was ex- I, I see, I'm legitimately excited about this. I want I want to hear more about Thorium. Are you? I thought maybe uh, no one else cared about it, really. No, no it's the idea of a, a power source that's uh, comparable to what we have now, that's safer than what we have now, and hopefully cheaper, right? Yeah, it's... Um, it's Okay, so I'm going to go back a little bit and give a quick history okay. lesson. When, you know, when atomic energy was being developed, uh, you know, for Manhattan civilian Project. uses, after this is a post-Manhattan project, you know, after they had the bomb, they started looking at uh, civilian uses for it, like building nuclear reactors, trying to harness it for power. The uh, regulatory committee that in charge of this, I think it was the Atomic Energy Committee, um, came up with a couple of different proposals for uh, the government. And uh, the proposal that the government ended up going with was using uranium because... If you if you used uranium in nuclear reactors, the waste products and the byproducts could be converted into weapons. So the government decided to go with that so they could build a nuclear stockpile at the same time as they were building uh, power. And make war games. <laughs> right. But another alternative that had been proposed and that was actually forgotten about until a couple of years ago was to make uh, reactors powered by thorium. And thorium is different from uranium in that it's 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 still, you know, it's still radioactive, but it's not as dangerous. Like you could hold thorium and put it in your pocket and you'd be fine. Because the alpha waves that it puts off can't penetrate skin. Okay. Also, the new, the waste from it, the byproducts, are only toxic. Like, you know, with uranium, you have to bury it for like 100,000 years yeah. because it's toxic. With the byproducts of thorium, you only have to bury it for like 100 years. Oh, wow. And then it's fine. Uh, there's also no risk of a meltdown. So you could build it. And, and the power plants are much, much, much smaller. So you could build it in residential areas and no one would even notice. And it, it, what's the output like? Uh, it's comparable. It's much cheaper. I'm, I'm trying to pull up the figures here. I can't find it in front of me. But, I mean, to to acquire the fuel to run a uranium power plant, if I recall off the top of my head, per year they have to spend like fifty dollars to $60,000 on fuel. And you could run the same power plant off of thorium for $10,000 a year. Wow. Is thorium in oh, here it is, supply? Here it is. Um, the cost for a typical... Annual fuel cost for a one gigawatt reactor, uranium, fifty to sixty million. Annual fuel cost for a one gigawatt reactor, estimated for thorium, is ten thousand dollars. Wow! And uh, the footprint of a uranium power plant is two hundred to three hundred thousand square feet. The footprint for a thorium power plant would be two to three thousand square feet. Wow! So and, like the size of a house, a small house. Yeah, and the in order to to in order to get that gigawatt of power, you would need two hundred fifty tons of raw uranium or one ton of raw thorium. Jeez. And we have, it's estimated we have hundreds of thousands of tons of thorium in the U.S. At least enough to power the country for a thousand years. Do you know where the, de- where the deposit's at? Uh, I don't know. Huh. You go stake a claim? Yeah, totally. <laughs> there's a, apparently, there's, there, there are some technical problems. Going California anyway. Um, the, the way the thorium reaction works is they have to have the thorium in a bath of molten salt. Okay. And the molten, like, the they have to develop a container that can hold molten salt because apparently it's very corrosive. Yeah, oh, and they, they, imagine that. They, they have containers they think now could probably hold it for like 10 years, but they want something that's more permanent than that. Like a good 11 or 12 So years. I say just build a bunch of those, just like yeah. one inside of yeah. another inside of another. Like those, like those Russian... Yeah, like the Russian dolls. dolls. Russian dolls. Uh, but yeah, apparently also in the same article that I read on Wired, they also said that I guess like it's such a hot item that uh, the Chinese government has ordered any mining facility in China... If they find thorium, they have to set it aside and give it to the government. Wow. God. And I guess like India and China are like the big other countries that are really interested in it since they have obviously huge populations. Yeah. So it's, it seems like it's, it's really cool. So what are the odds that we'll get something up like, like on the gra- off the ground in the next decade? Oh, slim to none. I Run. think the U.S. has only set – well, only. Yeah, that's another one of the problems. They don't have enough funding to really do the research. They say that the first couple of plants that they build like this would obviously be expensive because they've never built them. Yeah. And the U.S. has only set aside like $250 million towards the research of it, which uh, – and they need more. 
to get the first couple going. See, now, why, why doesn't someone like, why doesn't some super rich guy, like, why doesn't a Bill Gates type guy just kind of like, all right, here's $2 billion, figure it out. Yeah, I think, you know, like he saw, and then, then you could take that, like, if you could have a, a power plant like that, you could do that over in like Africa and like the towns that need power, like those small like villages and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that would, you know, if you want to help the world, that'd be the way to do it, right? Yeah, it seems like it. Or just help lower my electric bill. <laughs> and uh, I, guess, I guess I guess private industry is kind of stepping in. There's a there's a company in the in the Soviet Union working on it. Yeah. Well, that, that seems to be the way things are going now. With like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Russia. <laughs> I misspoke there. Uh, it's fucking cold in this. It office. is. It is really cold. What happened? No thorium. No th- oh right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll be sure to link dump it. It's a it's a really long, interesting article that I was fucking riveted by. Yeah, I'm I'm legitimately like interested in what's going on this with this stuff. But yeah, but it seems that's the way things are going now. It's like private industry is stepping in and you know doing what you would think like government would be doing, like uh, like space travel and stuff like that, like yeah. you know Virgin Galactic and the X Prize and all that. I'm just glad you're legitimately interested and not illegitimately interested because <laughs> that would be weird. That would be weird. I don't even know what that would mean. But yeah, thorium, yay! Thorium, look it up. Big ups. Invest. Yeah, was, uh, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna go find. I'm gonna start digging up my backyard looking for thorium. <laughs> Fucking build me a little a little reactor. That's I it. guess also apparently a lot of like, uh, a lot of lobbyists who have interest in uh, in uranium power plants are trying to squash the whole thorium thing as well. Do those people? Do they sleep well at night? <laughs> Like, like, you know, the people who are like, oh, you know, ignore the children getting shot at the schools, keep buying guns. Like, like, are, are, do those people sleep okay? On giant beds of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they're probably fine. Fuck, if I had a money pillow, I'd sleep, I'd sleep like a baby. <laughs> That's another money thing we pillow. should make, money pillows. Money pillows. Money pillows, yeah. How much, how, how much, would, how many dollar bills would it take to fill a pillow? Dollar bills? What are you, some kind of pauper? Well, you can't tell when your head's on it. Oh, I can oh, tell. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> Jesus. The way the, the, the hundreds are less handled. By the, by <laughs> you, you can tell. It's a, by it's the a, plebeians. It's, it's a higher quality uh, material. <laughs> higher fabric count. You couldn't tell, Jack. That's, I probably couldn't tell. tell. Dude, I, I won a poker tournament on my birthday. It was awesome. Hey, like, congratulations. Made a lot of money. It was, it was also on someone else's birthday at that person's house, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. At their tournament. <laughs> well, it started, the, it started the, the day before and then we hit midnight. So we crossed over into our birthdays. We, me and, uh, me and Flash 2000 share a birthday. Or Flash 2000 and I share hey, a birthday. Thanks. I was just about to I know. You. I, you were, you were yawning. Otherwise you would have caught me. Me and Flash 2000. <laughs> So, we, so do, we went back to actually school. Flash is the reason why I know all you guys. I I, I I met Bernie and Joel at a poker game like three years ago, three four years ago. Uh, hosted at his house, and now you work here. And now I work here, Ugh. and I'm yeah. I'm just a target. That fucking that's the worst I think if, poker if, game in if, if if Luke ever puts me in the comic, he should I should just have a target shirt. <laughs> That'd be my my icon. No. no, 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 you'll never be in the comic. I don't think I will. And even then, no. <laughs> hey, you're looking at Kim Kardashian's boobs. What's up? I've been trying to find a way to work this into the podcast <laughs> ever, ever since Halloween. Her Halloween costume? Yeah, and I, I just can't find a way to work it in. Oh, is it the I Dream of Genie costume or whatever? Yeah. I, I would say uh, the Aladdin costume. Oh, is she, it uh, a Jasmine? I think so. She is. Uh, she's a very talented young lady. <laughs> I heard her. She on, has a couple talents that are impressive. I heard, I heard her on Howard Stern the other day. Very, oh, what's she, what's she talking about? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. You stared at her boobs while you were listening. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Is she still with Reggie Bush? Yes. And her and her her freaky sister married uh, Chris Odom, right? Yes. Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. Odom. Yeah. Chris Odom's a After different. They've been dating for player. like thirty days. So today is this the podcast where you just work in shit from old podcasts? We never yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, fuck it. And the funny thing is, I just deleted a bunch of stuff the other day that I hadn't talked about because uh, I felt it was too old. I uh, think it was like it was, it was all stuff like the Victoria's Secret fashion, uh, the Victoria's uh, Secret commercial by Michael Bay, which I think we actually talked about. There's just not much going on in January. Everybody's recuperating from the holidays. Well, I think we're so busy playing games. It's nice to sit down and not talk about all the games oh, we have in front of us. You know, I do want to talk about something. Um, the other day when we were playing D&D, uh, I invented a new drink I'd never had, which was awesome. Oh, you, not this week, but last week. Yeah, last yeah. week. Uh, I mix. I don't know if you've ever had this, Jack. Uh, we, we didn't have very much liquor or very many mixers, so I grabbed a root beer and poured Crown Royal in it. It was fucking awesome. I remember that. Root I beer and Crown? Too. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I think I'm going to go buy a bottle of Crown tonight. Everybody was... who is of legal drinking age should give it a try. Yeah. This portion of the podcast brought to you by Crown Royal. <laughs> Everybody who is not should mark it on their calendar in 2012 or whenever you turn 21. Give it a try. Yeah, it was really good. Hey, had you have fun at D&D last night? I did. Gus and I played D&D last night. I've never played D&D. It's fun. Never. 
I had less I fun last night to. than I normally do. Really, I thought I had more fun last night. Than I, you I know, and I realized that I'm. I realized I was because I was kind of troubled with it after everybody left because everybody was in a good mood and it was good. Everybody seemed to be firing on all cylinders and it was fun. And I realized that last night we had uh, what they call a dungeon crawl, Jack, which is basically just go from boss encounter like fight to fight to fight to fight to fight. So, so, so it's like there a bar was crawl. Zero role playing. What are you talking about? We we fucking we had the ten percent thing with the guy with Skiro, yeah. but that was it. And I realized that the only thing I like about D anD D is is that stuff the non-battle stuff <laughs> the, the stuff you like is derailing Frank's story yeah I, I mean I had fun last night still but I didn't I had hardly any uh, opportunities to to have to be goofy or you know piss people off so it's mm-hmm. it's damn near impossible to lose D&D right like no 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 no, no. you could die really quickly I tried really? to about yeah. a month ago, it, it, it also close. depends on who you play with and your dungeon master. And but stuff I mean, like if, that. if you die in D anD D, quote like actually die, you, your character's gone, right? Yeah, and you're not supposed to you start them over. Depending on the circumstances, you can be resurrected. You can do, there are penalties. There's some, but there, shit there's you sometimes can do. You, it's impossible. The very uh, first character I ever I ever had, you know, years ago, uh, got killed in a way that he could not be resurrected. And what made me even more angry is that members of my party had the opportunity to save me and stop it from happening, and they didn't. Wow, uh, they, sucks, they let me die. <laughs> Did he like flip the table and walk out of the room or anything? No, I was like, I, I was so fucking angry. I still haven't forgiven him. Wow. So you're not you're not allowed to be like, hey, uh, can you res me, please? Well, no, they, they couldn't res me because of the like, way I died. It depends oh, okay. on your. Oh, God, this is so dorky. It depends on your dungeon master. Like when we play with Frank, Frank is all about like just the experience and having fun and role playing. And I feel like the battle is secondary. It's more of just like the interaction with the world and goofing around and like advancing a story together but we have this other friend who we play with named Adam and when he DMs I can feel him trying to kill me actively <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam will will work very hard to try to kill you yeah like he'll he'll sit down tonight and he'll be like you know four of you won't make it <laughs> look to your left look to your right so how, how does one step into the role of a DM like are these players that know. just are, there's people who've played a lot and are very familiar with the rules and then you know they want to try to I guess take it to the next like they have their own story they want to tell and their own campaign they want to run so there are like traditional campaigns, like anyone can run. Like it's the same campaigns. You can buy yeah, modules. I mean, you can you can either you know come up with a campaign yourself and make it all, or you can like Jeff said, you can buy a module and just run it like out of a book. Okay. okay. Being a DM is hard for a couple of reasons. I mean, one, I think it's a hard thing to do, but then also if you play with other experienced players, like in our game, for instance. <laughs> Almost every decision you make is met with about three minutes of argument. Yeah, any, whether, anytime whether it's possible or if you're following the rules properly. Anytime Frank says something, Adam and I are like, you know, lawyers, like, oh, objection. <laughs> <laughs> like That's last night, rough. we had that fucking argument about bull rush. Yeah. I said, I want to bull rush the guy. Frank said, you couldn't. I was like, okay, well, I want to charge the guy. He's hey. like, oh, you can't do that. And I was like, wait, you can bull rush it. And Frank's like, yeah, of course you can bull rush it. And I said, why'd you say no then? Yeah. <laughs> That was the whole it's, thing. It's, it's all, all semantics too. Like, what's the difference between a fucking bull rush and a charge? Uh, <laughs> you get no, you get no uh, attack bonus to a bull rush, right? I think technically, with a bull rush, it's just like a grapple attack and yeah. a, a charge. Like you a can, you attack, can do a melee right? attack. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right, just, we got to get off of this. <laughs> Man, you guys are so hot. <laughs> hey, we got two hot chicks playing with us, though. Really? Yeah. I mean, if Frank, you, Frank and Adam. If you consider my wife to be hot, <laughs> my wife and Larkin are both playing D and D. Larkin, Larkin was in Pajama Achievements, right? Yeah. yeah, she was in Pajama Achievements. I'll have to find a, a video with her and uh, link dump it. Yeah, you should. Oh, I watched the uh, the opening scene of Inglorious Bastards yesterday, and another Pajama Achievements girl was in that. Yeah, I watched it with you too. I had never seen. I haven't. But man, that movie looked good. I watched about the first half hour of it. Got super sucked in yeah. and had to go. That, but, that, uh, the first scene in the in the French house, whatever Tina from a Tina p- from pajama achievements, she's in that in that scene. She, yeah. She's the one who says "Papa." Yeah, she's, Papa. Hang, she's hanging the sheets up on the on the clothesline. Our very good friend Tina, who is also she's on a roll. She was also in shorts last year. The oh, was she? Movie, yeah. Oh, cool. And she might be in a movie coming out this year, but I don't know if that's. Like, You're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if it's my. Your NDA. Story to tell. Yeah. I'll have to see if I can find like a, a screenshot of Inglorious Bastards or something. I'll to, look her up on IMDb. She's, she's been in a few things. No, I mean, I want to show people. Yeah. That, but without breaking the law. There you go. <laughs> Don't break the law. Find a, find a publicity still, one official one. Yeah, I'll have to see what I can find. Go to, go wire image or something. Well, let's call up Quentin. Like, hey, what's up, man? Yo. <laughs> can we use this photo? Sure. Is he also know. your friend? I don't know. I've actually never met Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Which is weird because he's in Austin quite a bit. Yeah, I've never met him either, but I sat directly behind him at the uh, Griffin, and I went to the. I don't know, you guys didn't go for some reason, but we went to the world, uh, or we went to the the opening night of Alamo Ritz. Oh, Were you okay. At that? 
Yeah, the, no, I had, was like, there at that. They had the world premiere of No Country for Old Men. It was like a month before it came out. Really? That was there? And uh, yeah, so Griffin and I went inside. It was like we paid $40 to see No Country for Old Men, and then like, it was like free food and stuff. And directly in front of me was Quentin Tarantino. That's cool. Now, cool. The, the Ritz is the only Alamo in Austin I didn't open. I've, uh, I, yeah. I've been, like, I, I went to the closing night of the original draft house, and then I opened the village, I opened the Lake Creek, and then uh, where was the, I opened the South Lamar, and then the Ritz I went opening weekend. Because it, it was like it was, I want to say it was more than forty. That was like one hundred twenty for the whole opening night. Yeah, you could. There was like it was like a three movie thing. Yeah, and we went to two of the three, so we bought like the forty six dollars. It was like forty eight dollars or something. I don't yeah, know. I think you couldn't. I think when you tried, you couldn't buy the ticket for all three or something. And it was rough because Griffin and I both had pneumonia at the time, Oof. and so we like crawled out of bed to go. I was like, "There's no way I'm going to miss this," and it was totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. and then the next day, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> had pneumonia. Yeah, except <laughs> except next to us, this fucking guy was eating a uh, Frito pie. Like it was, like Frito pie is a smelly f- smelly food, especially if you're all sick, you know. And yeah, you're, like, agitated yeah. by everything. He was so fucking loud, <laughs> and he managed to eat one Frito pie for like I don't know forty five minutes. <laughs> and I hope that guy got pneumonia. Nice. When I was watching Avatar, there were like a bunch of teenagers sitting in front of me, and they all had like snuck in food. And they like throughout the movie, they kept opening like these really loud plastic packages and like rummaging oh, around. That through sucks, it. I was like, man. When Bert, when Bernie and I saw it Saturday, people were so well behaved. Everybody in the theater was fucking silent. It was great. I didn't hear a peep at anybody the entire movie. Yeah, that was like that when I, I saw it at IMAX too. During one of the action sequences, you know, there's some pretty loud action sequences in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like there was, it was really loud and really intense. And then like the the sound from the movie kind of you know tapered off very quickly. And then I could hear, I heard like the last half of someone's phone ringing. Oh, <laughs> it was like the last half of their ringtone going off before they they got to it. Nice, man. Speaking of that, I was. I get so mad at the movies, any non-Alamo shows, because, like, I uh, I was sitting there watching Avatar, and, you know, I was watching it with Bernie and his son, his oldest son, and I was, like, I was sitting there thinking, I can't wait till my kid is old enough to go to movies like Avatar, because she's four, and there's absolutely no way she should see a movie like Avatar. Completely inappropriate, right? And then as I get out, I'm in front of a family of, like, nine five-year-olds. Yeah. What? Who? The, what, what is wrong with these parents? That's, that's like that's like the parents I see like if if you go, I go get something to eat at like you know IHOP at like one a.m. on a Thursday night and it's like oh there's a family here what like you, yeah you you can't fault them for for taking I mean I, I can fault them for taking a kid to the theater to watch Avatar but you and I when we were that age I'm sure we saw way worse movies at, at five I'm sure we were watching like Porky's by that point or something I didn't see Porky's in the theater I did see it but I I don't know man I mean. I saw some inappropriate stuff. Most of the stuff I saw was rated R comedies, like yeah. Forty Eight Hours, and yeah, Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop, Cop yeah. Down and Out, and Beverly Hills. Like, I, I, I think w- with the word Beverly Hills in it, apparently, uh, <laughs> ruthless people, shit like that. But like Avatar has like people getting ripped apart and stuff. I yeah, don't know, people man. eating. That's not like I can't. Im- yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm only put off by taking a young child to the theater. Or like that. Loud. Like that night that you and Bernie and I and uh, it might have been. Jason and Matt too. We went. We were stuck in Seattle, and we had a while before our flight, so we went to the went to the movie theater at ten o'clock, and we saw that samurai movie. I don't know what it's called. Do you know what I'm talking about? Six String Samurai. I didn't go with you, boy. Did you watch the Last Samurai? No, it was like it was a. Was it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? It was like a. I want to say it was a Chow Yun Fat movie. It was subtitled. It had one word name. Hero. Hero. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and there was like a six and a seven year old kid in front of me. There's people getting their faces chopped off and stuff, and it's just like it's just it's not appropriate. Yeah, they got to get used to it. It's a cruel world out there, Jeff. I guess. I, so I, I finally saw Taken the other day. Like we talked about, you love that movie so much. I and do. I totally realize now why you love that movie because it's a it's a story about a father who protects his daughter. Sure. And I'm like, absolutely, Jeff loves this movie. Still it great. makes so much more sense now. Whether whether I have a kid or not, still a great movie. Oh, it's a fantastic movie, but I can understand why you love it so Liam much. Liam Neeson is just tremendous. Dude, he is a badass. The, you just you don't expect it from him. Yeah. The, the scene in, in the, the dinner table area in France, <laughs> holy crap. That's one of the, one of the like, most oh-fuck moments yeah. in the history. Film. Oh, yeah, my you don't, you don't God. expect him to be a badass because he was such a fucking pussy and Phantom Menace. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's like fucking oh, I ate that lightsaber dick. Yeah. I, I will say one of, one of my favorite scenes of Phantom Menace is when they're in the uh, that force field wall and they're running and they like they have to wait for the force field to mm-hmm. open and they and then like what's it Darth Maul is kind of like a like a lion in a cage waiting yeah. and Liam Neeson is just sitting there like meditating like that's a cool little you know scene. I did not like Liam Neeson in Phantom Menace very much. I thought he was just bland and boring. I showed you that video, right? The Qui-Gon Jinn is the worst Jedi ever. Yeah. That was fucking funny. (laughs) I'll have to link dump it. All right.
But, uh, hey, do we have anything else we want to talk about, or should we wrap this one up? We should probably wrap it up. Yeah. Save up, uh, uh Army of Two week. comes out next week. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll be having a ton of videos in that. DLC and, uh, what, DLC and Dragon Age or something comes it, out. It got pushed. It got pushed. Did it? It was supposed to come out yesterday. Yeah. Oh. I, I was going to be doing videos for that, but, um, I switched over to Darksiders instead. Yeah. Cool. So hopefully I'll have a Darksiders video tomorrow. We'll have we'll tons see. more yeah, Bayonetta. We're pushing out tons of Bayonetta stuff. There's... Then Army of Two, then Mass Effect, then... Uh... Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno. Uh, Bioshock 2 comes out Bioshock in February, 2. I think. Uh, There's another big game at the end of January, though. There is. Uh, Dark Void? Mag? Dark Void comes out, and and Mag. They both come out. Fuck! Yeah, dude. That's like... January is like five AAA titles. It really is. That's crazy. Yeah, like Darksiders, Darksiders Bayonetta, Dark Void, Mass Effect 2, Army of Two, Fortieth 40th Day, and Mag. Six, six six big games. Basically, our life is going to be nonstop until we get back from PAX East. Yeah, and then and then no, it's awesome. And then oh, no, all the fantastic. DLCs are, that are about to yeah. hit. God, and there's they just announced more Dragon Age in March, a forty dollar expansion. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so that's going to be fucking awesome. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.